Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with two full hours of Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Palkey, and Michael Schwartz, will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now, here's your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Well, folks, this first hour is brought to you by Firearms Legal Protection. And I got to tell you, they are good friends, and you can't live without them. Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. Check them out and their website and see why you need to join. That's firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com. And while you're joining things, San Diego County Gun Owners is highly recommended by this show. You can join San Diego County Gun Owners and be part of the fight. Because if we don't fight, we're going to lose. So go to sdcgo.org. That's sandiegocountygunowners.org. Sign up. Everything from the base all the way up to the 10 ring. And when you do 10 ring, you'll love it. Another great sponsor, TD Construction, from a beautiful kitchen remodel, room addition, or just build all your dream home, TDT Construction does it all. TDT Construction is a local family-run business you can trust with your construction needs. Don't overpay. Call TD Construction at 619-448-2353, 619-448-2353, or visit their website at www.td build.com that's tdtbuild.com tdtb can't even say it tdb.com hey they're a rated with a bbb and you if you're thinking about getting a ccw well ccw usa is where you need to be so if you're looking for an expert class to obtain your license make uh, maybe looking for an arizona florida or other multi-state ccw permit then contact www.ccwusa.com. And they've got local training with firm, small class sizes, expert instruction to fit your schedule and your wallet. Check their California Concealed Weapon Permit page for complete details on how to apply and more information on your personalized good cause statement. www.ccwusa.com. Well, the first segment here, folks, this is kind of a round table. We're just going to bounce off a few things uh, how everything went the week before michael had a great week we uh saturday uh we had another ucsd marksmanship club uh yeah i seen that uh, event which was really cool at the gun range san diego we had uh we had 16 uh 16 shooters and all you know different levels but all students at uh, ucsd thank you jimmy jimmy's the one who's uh, uh leading the charge there at ucsd and um it, the group's grown and grown and grown it's been awesome it's really cool and you had them just a couple weeks ago right yeah well yeah we had them saturday this last saturday right. but we're it look, it's pretty much been shaping up to be a, just about a monthly meetup and we're gonna great. have another big one on the 23rd and it's gonna be the ucsd marksmanship club and they're gonna partner with the young republicans which is another club on ucsd if there's any other students out there at these universities are you interested in helping them if they want to form a club or absolutely anybody anybody especially uh, what we should do is uh, we should have Jimmy on here to talk about, yeah. well, you know, how he did it, 
and uh, okay. why he did it, and then we should get that word out to everybody. So I think I'm going to, why don't we have him on the show next week? Well, let's do it. And yeah. in the meantime, what, San Diego County Gun Owners dot com yep. and so, yep, find yep. you oh, and yeah, yeah. reach out to us and we're more than happy to help but it was great these are all uh, college kids who uh, uh, you know want to learn more about uh, the second amendment they want to learn more about firearms so uh, that's fabulous uh, yeah we filled the room and we got members from san diego kind of get owners to come out and teach them and uh, it was great it was a lot of fun more outreach the better so what did you guys think about virginia the minute they you know they elect yeah. the democratic crew and what's the first thing they do out of the box yeah gun control now, are you looking at that as a good thing, or are you looking at that as a bad thing? No, it's a horrible thing. Well, I look at it as a horrible thing on face value. I look at it kind of as a good thing because people are going to say, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, look what happened. And maybe they'll think twice before they vote something like that in. Yeah, well, you know, Sam the Gunman lives in Virginia. He's yeah. going to give us a little bit of a report. We're going to talk to him about it, but it's that's bad. It's horrible. I you mean, know, it was instantaneous. It, we used to talk, you know, California was the big anti-gun state. Right. And then uh, California and New York, New York, and then California, New Jersey, New York, and then California, New York, New Jersey. But they're, they're, yeah. it's right. This is, Virginia is as Maryland. good as lost. Let's see, if you look on the Joe's uh, optimistic bright side here, <laughs> If you look at how that happened, the the well, we're not partisan here, right? The other side that doesn't like guns uh, pumped what about thirteen million into mm-hmm. those elections as a as a pay, as opposed to the four million I think the uh, uh, Republicans spent. So there was a ton of outside money, and even with that, uh, you know, it wasn't an overwhelming wave. But I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's going on out there, and that's that's what it takes. I, I you know, Americans aren't aren't as crazed as you might think, mm-hmm. but there are people that manipulate the system like sure. that. And I think that's With what happened money. there. Yeah, exactly. The sorrows of the world. Exactly. So I think that's, that's, yes, it's a terrible thing, but I think it's a more of a, it's an overcomable, I think, fixable thing. Well, I think eventually. it's an eye opener. That's kind of how I looked at it. Cause it should make all the rest of the States go. Ooh, I agree. And it's overcomable. You're right, Joe. I just, you, you, what, what drives me crazy though, is they're going to ban guns, you know, some degree. They're going to implement, you know, a magazine or ammunition. There's going to be a big, long list of restrictions. And what drives me crazy is you look at somebody's Facebook page or, or email or, or website or whatever, and they have these memes that talk about how, you know, these come right. and take it memes. Oh, yeah. Here's what's going to happen in Virginia. They're going to pass all these laws. No one's going to do anything. No. They're not going to, and by the way, they shouldn't. We're not, you know, we obviously, what they should do is get involved. They shouldn't threaten violence and say, hey, we're going to have a revolution over yeah. this, but they should get involved. But my, my bet is they're all going to comply with the, with the law. They're all going to, you know, give up whatever guns or register whatever guns they're told to. How do I know this? Because that's what they do in every single state where all these laws go into effect, California, New Jersey. So what drives me crazy is you got the, the big, big tough talkers online, you know, but we can't even get them to show up to a, a city council half the time. Sure. I mean, you know, it's time to get involved. It's time to, uh, uh, you know, right do back. effective things, you right know, back. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's just it's just sitting there going, oh, well, it's not our state. <laughs> no, and very I think, easily could be. Well, yeah. and I think they have the same kind of problem that we have just out, you know, in California, just on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. And I think Sam will probably be a little more familiar with it, but they've got concentrations of people in cities there where the population is that tend to be more, you know, to the left that way. And it dominates the rest of the state, which I think is what happens here in California. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we just had, you know, one of the things that happened this week too is uh, we just got a, a questionnaire submitted by a, 
uh, a, a candidate for city council in San Marcos. And I, I don't usually talk about uh, the questionnaires we get, but this one's worth the talk. Um, <clears throat> he answered the questionnaire, and this is somebody that I've been looking uh, to talk to because a lot of my, uh, you know, people in the political field said, oh, you got to meet him. You got to meet him. He's he's big Second Amendment guy, big Second Amendment guy. His questionnaire was uh, very much the questionnaire. I'm actually, I think I'm going to end up writing an article on this. It's very much the questionnaire of somebody who is good at making you think he's pro Second Amendment, but won't be there Ugh, when it's, needing. yeah, there, a lot of his answers were, yeah, I agree with you, but you know what? I'm not going to help you fight this thing. Or, you know, gee, I don't know, maybe we should have a uh, uh, good cause when it comes to CCWs so that law enforcement can uh, further regulate your, you know, your Second Amendment rights, that sort of thing. Yeah, we got to get him on. I love it when you get fired up. <laughs> I'm telling you. But but he's he's the most, you know, a politician who says, hey, look, I don't agree with your Second Amendment and I'm going to try to restrict it as much. That person is less dangerous yeah. than the guy who says, oh, no, no, I'm pro Second Amendment. But, but it's that but that gets us into trouble. And by the way, I don't want you to endorse me. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to endorse me. Go away. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We got a special guest on the phone right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, at any given moment situation or self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone and unfortunately the justice system may not be on your side while you protect your family and property u.s law shield is here to defend you 24 hours a day seven days a week and 365 days a year and the most comprehensive self-defense coverage of an affordable price bad guys don't take days off and neither does our coverage what's your plan after you defend yourself or your family Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at www.uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Pay attention, www.uslawshield.com. And then we got our good buddies, Cali Key. Boy, for those of us in California, lawful AR ownership is really getting tough. California assault weapon laws make it impossible to legally uh, keep your AR rifle for the features it was born with. What's the solution? Cali Key. The Cali Key removes your rifle from the definition of an assault weapon by converting any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle. It's a true drop-in solution. In less than a couple of minutes, you are good to go. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas systems either. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. Cali Key. You love those guys. Check them out at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Now, how about this? You thinking about uh, looking for a home mortgage? PRMI Mortgage is where you need to be. www.primeres, that's primeres.com backslash alpine.com. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped to yet another low. And if you're looking to buy a house or condo, refinance your existing property or considering a reverse mortgage to stay in your home, then call a local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans 
with all those mortgage needs. Buy, refi, or reverse. Call Chris at 619-722-1300. All right. You know what's great about all our, all our sponsors so far? What's that? They're all members of San Diego County Gun Owners. I know, and they're not all gun-related businesses, if no, you'll notice, not. folks. They are, we got a finance company, we got a home builder. Yep. It's all great. They're great, great people. Hey, who we got on the line there? Folks? Very, very, very special guest. Speaking of San Diego County Gunners, we just released our uh, first round of endorsements for local candidates. That's candidates that are running for school board, city council, mayor, county board of supervisor, um, uh, local level, not state or federal. And uh, Rocky Chavez is running for Oceanside Mayor. Rocky, are you there? Yes, I am. I'm right here listening to the show. I'm hey. enjoying it, too. Good. Fantastic. Thanks a lot, Rocky. Good to have you on air. And happy to be here. So you are, for those who don't know, you served on the city. First off, you're uh, uh, a retired Marine, correct? Actually, today's a Marine Corps birthday. Yeah. 44. And I uh, was honored to serve nearly three decades in the Marine Corps. Just as my father had served in the Marine Corps in World War II, and both my uh, sons, uh, one went in the Navy, one in the Coast Guard, and my daughter married a Marine. So we're a military family. Excellent. Which makes sense. That's why you're up in Oceanside. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's close to the gym where I can work out in the morning. <laughs> That's awesome. What did, now, what all did you do for the Marine Corps? Well, I, I had a great career. I served, I'm an artillery officer, and I was able to serve in the 1st Division here at Pendleton, the 2nd Division in Lejeune, North Carolina, the 3rd Division in Okinawa, and I was the Chief of Staff of the 4th Division, which was based out of New Orleans, and that's a reserve unit across the country. And I served in the brigade in Hawaii. Oh, wow. And in all those roles, I was in c- command roles of Marines, which is a great honor. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for your service and happy birthday to the Marine Corps. I uh, very much appreciate all you did for our country, Rocky. And then, now, were you involved in politics while you were in the Marine Corps, or did that happen after you left? Well, you can't do politics when you're in the military. I, but I would tell you, when I was the chief of staff of the 4th Division, and I had 22,000 Marines of 48 states, in um, the reserves are very active in, in their local community. So kind of crossed a little bit of politics there. But myself, I stayed pretty much out of that. Well, what inspired you to get involved after you got out of the Marine Corps? Well, I was um, I was at Camp Pendleton who was going to get out. We had some issues with Oceanside. Uh, they were trying to uh, hold the Camp Pendleton hostage on a sewage outfall issue. Mm. They wanted some land from Pendleton unless they were they going to stop providing that service to this base. So uh, the general asked me, hey, what do you think we need to do? And I said, I think we need to go talk to the local community and let uh, everybody know what the uh, their council is trying to do to the Marines, and I bet you they'll flip really quick. And uh, so that's what I did, and and after that experience, I told my wife, I said, I think I got a new occupation when I leave the Marine Corps. I may go into politics. And that's what I did. Got elected to city council right after I left the Marine Corps. Well, and you're an old friend of San Diego County Gun Owners. Our very first press conference back when Prop 63, uh, we were trying to stop Prop 63 and raise awareness. And we got uh, 75, 80 people to show up on the steps of the county administration building and every single a news station in town showed up, and you were one of our guest speakers and gave a fantastic speech. Actually, uh, when I uh, knew you were coming on today, I went back and reviewed it. And for those who haven't seen it, go check out what Rocky had to say. Just go to our YouTube channel, San Diego County Gun Owners YouTube channel. He gave a fantastic, passionate 
uh, uh, speech by the Second Amendment, and and you were you've served in the City Council on Oceanside, you served in Sacramento uh, in the Assembly, and you've been uh, unapologetic about your support for the sec- Second Amendment, unwavering in your support for the Second Amendment, and I very much appreciate that. Well, that's an e- that's an easy vote for me because having been around the world, I can tell you what uh, not all, not all countries are free, as we know. And if you just have to look what happened in Ukraine, one of the first things the Russians want to do is take away everybody's gun. You look at what's happening in uh, Mexico where you can't, you know, they don't have a Second Amendment and you have people being shot by the people who do have guns. There's, uh, if you want to be free, uh, we need to be have, you know, the Second Amendment ensures that we have the ability to defend ourselves. And it's not, and I, and I don't believe it's, it's, there's a role for government, but it's also a role for me to take care of my own house. And, like I, I'm not on apologetic. This I, I was an expert rifle and pistol for the three decades I was in the Marine Corps. I had cross rifles, and I have weapons in my house, and, and I feel safe, and I like that. Yeah, and your voting record up in Sacramento was perfect. You, you, like I said, unwavering support. Uh, you were always with the uh, the Second Amendment crowd, and uh, always voted on the, the right way. And so, what is leading you to, to run for mayor of Oceanside? Well, you know, I had that experience with, with Congress, and we, and I think um, I'm, I'm not very pleased with the direction this area is going. I think it's going uh, way farther left than I feel comfortable with, and I think we need to have uh, strong voices at any level of government. And I know the mayor is opening up, and there's a lot of things going on in Oceanside. And uh, so I figured, you know, at my age, this would be something I could use all experience. There's a lot of veterans here. As you know, I used to be the Secretary of Veteran Affairs for the state of California mm-hmm. prior to being an assembly member. So there's a lot of opportunity to uh, represent our military and our veterans and our community and ensure that we continue to thrive and don't go too far wild on a number of issues. So, so we, we hope to help you get elected and, and when elected, uh, what can you do? Uh, you know, will you continue to be a voice for the Second Amendment? And, and what are some what are some things you can do as, as mayor, uh, you know, uh, with some of the local issues? You know, we faced, uh, you know, CCW issues, which we've won and things are going well. We faced uh, the gun show uh, being taken away from us, which is something that we, we lost but are continuing to fight. Uh, uh, you know, what, what are some ways you can be a voice as mayor of Oceanside for, for gun owners across the region? Well, the uh, first you need, in, in these positions of mayor or state assembly member or, or congressman, you, people look up to you. People look up to you as a leader. And I think it's important that people who fill these roles um, speak up to it. I wouldn't watch into CCW issue. And as I tell people in the Sacramento, people who own guns, responsible gun ownership, they're not the ones you need to worry about. And they're going to do the right things and they're going to know how to handle weapons. And so I, I make that comment as the, as the mayor of Oceanside. And so I also know that um, in the mayor's role, there are a lot of state boards that you deal with and you have the opportunity to go to Sacramento there's not that many of us up in Sacramento talking about the Second Amendment, and many of people just want to default to a very simplistic view of it, talking about, uh, you know, the a school shooting or something. And those are terrible events. But those are generally people who have much more issues than and, than uh, automatic weapons. And so you need to have somebody who can articulate that. 
at state levels, at state boards, and local communities, and that's what the mayor of Oceanside can do. Because Oceanside's a long state, big state. I mean, a big city. Big city, it really is. And I, I totally agree with you. A lot of people ask, well, uh, you know, regarding San Diego County gun owners, what's our agenda or, or what are we trying to accomplish? And more often than not, um, our agenda is standing in the way of other people's agendas. I mean, we, we generally believe that people sit, are serving on city councils should worry about potholes and, uh, you know, a budget and that sort of thing. But these, these uh, frankly, extremists on the other side uh, try to use local, uh, local elected officials um, to advance their agenda. And therefore, that's why we have to get involved and say, hey, you guys are being extreme. You're wanting to grab guns and wanting to support the, you know, grabbing of guns and that sort of thing. And um, it's it's more important than ever that we have local officials, you know, in positions in every single city council that can stand up and say, hey, you know what? This is wrong. Gun owners are the pillars of society. They're law abiding. Um, they're the ones that are, you know, they're the good guys, basically. And, and when I was a when I was a principal of my school at the School of Business Technology, a charter school, one of the clubs we had uh, was a gun club. And when we first did that, some of my parents got upset about it. And I said, well, let's have a debate. Let's let the kids debate the issue. And uh, when the kids all got together and debated, you know, the Second Amendment, it won out because it's just (laughs) clearly logically there. Yeah. And I had a couple of parents come up to me afterwards saying, you know, I don't agree with uh, the position of some of your people on this. But they said, I do agree how you handled it. You know, we didn't shut down both sides of the argument. We said, let's just have a discussion. And when you can have a discussion, a logical discussion, not an emotional one, uh, then the Second Amendment will always uh, went, went out. And so you can do that in schools. You know, and as I tell people when I was in Sacramento, the um, things we need to really worry about is the education of our children, you know, the character of our communities. Um, we don't need to be worrying about the Second Amendment or the First Amendment. You know, these, these are there, and that's why this is such a great country. But we should work, worry about how we're educating people in schools because if they think logically then we'll be a much safer in uh, country. Right. So. so what can people do? How can people find you if they want to help you, if they want to, uh, first off, how can people help you and how can they find you if they want to help you uh, win to be the next mayor of Oceanside? Well, my love to have anybody donate, go Rocky for Oceanside.com. And that's it. Rocky rockyforoceanside.com and you can go click on the little button and you get $5 or $10 and that's very important because when people start seeing uh, a lot of support coming in when you make your filing which we'll be doing in December uh, that, that'll help us win and as I tell people last night I got a, a $20 check from this older gentleman I knew and he was saying that's not much I said are you kidding me that $20 check is four signs four signs that I could put around the community to get and, the word uh, out to get the word out. So yeah, and that's I, so. 10, a lot of people 10, ask. Bucks absolutely, a lot of people ask me, "Hey, what can I do to support uh, the Second Amendment?" Well, here you go. Uh, one of the reasons that we came out with these endorsements early for people that we know are friends of ours is so that we can uh, get you guys, uh, listeners, to support them early and make sure that nobody else, you know, jumps in and and splits the vote or or some anti-gun folks smell blood in the water and and, and run uh, somebody again. Let's make sure that Rocky's successful. Let's make sure that all our endorsed folks are successful. And that's, you know, there's two two tools in politics, money and people. So donate what you can afford and then contact him and say, hey, what can I do? Can I make phone calls? Can I stuff envelopes? Can I come out and walk precincts with you? But whatever. But thank you so much for being on the show, Rocky. Really appreciate what, you, what you're doing. And uh, I can't wait to uh, call you mayor.
<laughs> thank you, and uh, make sure I get invited to more of your events. I want to be on this. Uh, at this point in my life, I want to be up on the podium defending things like the Second Amendment. There you All go. Right. Thanks the, a lot, Rocky. You're the man, Rocky. All right, folks, we're going to take okay. a quick break. This is FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. Go to gunsportsradio.com. You can also go and listen to our podcast. It's great. Hey, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLC. That's the uh, the lawyer you need if you ever get yourself in trouble. John Dillon normally calls in, but I know he's right in the middle of a lawsuit helping us, so he may not be able to make it. So go to cafirearmslaw.com. Holy smokes, have you been to A.O. Swords Firearms in El Cajon? They got the wildest selection of guns in San Diego County with over 600 unique guns in stock, including hundreds of used guns. Go see their full-service, experienced gunsmith with an old-school lathe and mill machine shop. They can do everything from mild repairs to full custom firearms and everything in between. A.O. Sword Firearms. Store located at 929 East Main Street in the city of El Cajon. Go to their website at www.aosword.com. Or you can call them at 619-749-4867. They can build, buy, repair, you name it, they do it. A.O. Sword Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's www.aosword.com. Again, 619-749-4867 or aosword.com. Um, you know, uh, Laura could have an AR built by any shop in, in San Diego. My wife, Laura, any, any shop. She wanted an AR real, real bad. And the shop she picked, AO Sword. We're actually, of course. yeah. So we're in the middle of, uh, we're at the very beginnings, actually. I should, should say we're in the middle. We're at the very beginnings of building her a custom uh, AR because she uh, liked the, the service and selection and everything. She got an AO Sword the best. Well, Dave's so. going to be calling in a little later, yeah. so we could talk to him about that. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so this is normally Gatsky Dylan and Balance's uh, segment. Uh, John is is eyeball deep in all the lawsuits that he uh, uh, that he's been. He's a fabulous a man for doing that. Truly, you know, I really, I'd say once a week get a phone call from somebody um, saying, you know, hey, we know somebody, or you know, or I am somebody who, uh, you know, something, and they're all, you know, law abiding, normally law abiding. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, uh, gun owners who have run afoul of some law, some, you know, minutia, some ridiculous harassment by the DOJ or whatever. And, uh, you know, send them to John. Yeah. He's got to call also too. If, if someone had a, a gun collection and you know, the guy passed away, people don't know what to do with the collection. He could do uh, valuations and, and help people. And they might have some stuff that might be difficult to dispose of or whatever. He does that as well. He does. He's an amazing man. I, I just think I think a lot of gun owners just kind of think, well, it's never going to happen to me. But uh, you know, I really do talk to people all the time. That- As the population is aging, you know, the baby boomers. I'm on the back end of the boomers, but the 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 50 million of them are are basically age 69, and so and older, and a lot of them have gun collections, and they don't have a plan. Uh, even if they have a trust that they don't have anything, any provisions in the trust. Actually, I was talking to John about uh, people asked me in the, in the past about a, a gun trust or just what do they do in, in case something happens. So get a hold of John Dillon. If you have questions on, 
on what to do with your gun collection or if your wife's asking you what's going to happen with this gun collection if you're no longer here because other than that it, that it could, paperwork's it, not right it ends up getting crushed yeah. i mean they take that stuff and they crush it or keep it for themselves it's yeah, just not right around. yep and he's an expert and he proved that did you guys see his talk for the uh, on online on youtube for the uh the gun rights policy oh, uh, in conference? arizona amazing yeah he did a great job he's uh, he's got two major lawsuits that are happening right now. One uh, that I don't think a lot of people are talking about, but should. You know, the state of California just made it illegal for adults under the age of 21 to purchase firearms at all. I mean, they already were limited yeah. to just long guns, you know, shotguns and now rifles. Now it's everything. Now it's everything. And, you know, taking away the right of an adult, you know, to do something that's that's constitutionally protected and and barely anybody's batted an eye. Well, you know? how but come John there's not a also? legal recourse for that? If if you make me do something and then something happens to me, shouldn't there be a legal recourse? Well, the for what has to happen is uh, you know is, is what John's doing, which filing a lawsuit. So his lawsuit, he he we have plaintiffs. Yeah, but I'm talking about let's just say heaven forbid that you know a guy and his wife are living out in Pine Valley someplace and. They take his guns away, and all of a sudden, the guy goes on a trip, or she goes on a trip, and somebody comes in and, and takes out the other side of the family. I mean, I know, I know, you yeah. keep shaking your head like I that. don't, you know, yeah, I don't. But to know. me, that seems like doesn't that? I mean, logically, does that not like seem? It does, I mean, but I know that John was particularly incensed when this that AB whatever came down and stopped people from basically uh, under twenty one being able to purchase a firearm, and rightfully so because that's the whole slippery slope thing and everything else. You start with that, you start with, and, and oh, it yeah. just it just keeps being more and more. And he dug his heels in and filed that suit, and then what they got an injunction already. Um, uh, there's not an injunction yet, not yet. but uh, but that's one of the lawsuits he's working on is to make, yeah. to re, re, restore the rights of adults who are under the twenty or under twenty one to uh, and my hope is that uh, not only are they going to be able to restore their ability to buy shotguns and rifles, but I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to have the opposite of effect of what the anti gunners were hoping for. You know, pro gun groups, the NRA, and you know uh, all the pro gun gun groups. Uh, get accused of uh, being extremists all the time, but really we do nothing but but uh, but give ground, you know. And mm-hmm. one of the uh, places where we've given ground is okay. If you're an adult under 21, you can't buy a handgun, and we we didn't fight back. We said okay, that that's the way it's going to be. That's the way it's going to be. Um, but I think that this lawsuit could possibly reverse even that. You know, mm-hmm. they were actually the ones being the extremists there. And we were the ones going, okay, we'll, we'll give a little ground, but I think it's going to actually end up, uh, you know, I think John's going to win the lawsuit, and then, uh, uh, you know, it's going to end up uh, backfiring, and we'll actually end up with, with a, more rights than we had before. Well, and that's not uncommon, too, with a lot of these gun control laws, because, uh, you know, you'll hear people say that, okay, we'll, we'll compromise now, and then three years from now, that compromise becomes a loophole that needs to be closed. Right. And, you know, it's, it's the same kind of thing, because uh, like a lot of these laws, um, I doubt that that's based on any any firm facts or any firm data or anything like that. There's there's nothing that says 18 to 21 year olds are are inherently dangerous or something like that. You know, with um, with firearms, and you know, you're you're depriving the overwhelming majority of 18 to 21 year olds who are responsible, you know, gun owners and gun users for again for no reason. It's not based on logic or fact or anything. In fact, it, it, most of the evidence is the other way around. I mean, uh, like Rocky pointed out, it's the Marine Corps' 
birthday today and mm-hmm. they're they've are fairly uh, experienced with 18 giving an 18 to 21 year old a, a firearm and, and making sure that they're safe and, and capable with and it. they got big firearms yeah way yeah. bigger than what you're trying to take away from us <laughs> yeah and i meant to ask him about that too when i um used to work a lot of the work i used to do was you know in the defense industry and i remember um when we were working on the day of the marine corps birthday there were a couple of former marines that actually did a birthday um kind of uh ceremony i guess and they they came in in uniform and uh they actually had the sword and everything else that goes with the uniform the dress uniform and they did a little ceremony for that with a cake and everything else it was, it was very interesting sure. um but uh yeah since now i don't do that kind of stuff anymore i don't get to see the marine corps <laughs> birthday uh, as much but he's working hard on that case, and he's also working hard. Uh, San Diego County Gun Owners is a plaintiff in uh, another one of his cases, which has to do with getting rid of the assault weapons ban here in California, which is absolutely ludicrous. And, you know, they they coined that phrase, assault weapon, because it's scary, you know, and, and well, turned course. it into a pejorative. Yeah, but uh, now, I don't know if you've noticed, but they're, they've stopped using assault weapon mm-hmm. as, as much, and they've, they've just... Well, now they're saying military style. Military style, but even more broad, they're starting to say semi-automatic. Yeah, they're back to that. You know, just saying, hey, they want to ban everything that's semi-automatic. Well, yeah, that's what they'd love to do. Well, sure, that's the ultimate goal. Sure. You know, they tried to scare you with assault, and that didn't work. God, it kind of reminds But in a way, it's something I think we we need to learn from, because they kind of put this shiny object up and mm-hmm. said assault weapon and we all said wait 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 you know that, that technically well, that's not the we right. said wait 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 but the public said oh my gosh you're right oh we they did but them. we've spent what two three decades you know educating the public that mm-hmm. oh no no an assault weapon that's not really a, you know this that and the, everybody you, you guys especially listeners have heard over and over assault weapons don't actually exist and it's not a real term and blah 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 okay fine They'll change the term. Now it's just semi-automatic. Yeah. And they've shown a little bit more of who they really are. Couldn't a knife be an assault weapon? <laughs> that could be. Yeah. I mean, really, when you stop and think about it, I mean, you're, it's a weapon you're using to assault somebody. So it doesn't have to be a firearm. Battery. Yeah, baseball bat. Right. Doesn't make any difference. No. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, that's why we have John. That's why we have John. So that, and he's uh, filed a lawsuit and uh, has plaintiffs and is continuing to build. Everybody always asks, well, how long is it going to take? How long is it going to take? And unfortunately, you know, lawsuits take a lot of money and a lot of time. That's how they make their money. And But there's a lot of things we can be doing in the meantime. And, and that's one thing I really like and respect a lot about John is uh, he's an attorney who files Second Amendment lawsuits. Right. And he still says, hey, you know what? This isn't the end all be all. There's yeah. a lot of activism that needs right. to happen. And he puts his money where his mouth is. Right. And he puts his activity where his mouth is. And right. You know, and, he well, can't, and we just can't sit back and let John do all the work. Right. right. We're very lucky to have him. Boy, are we ever. Gatsby Even if he Dylan didn't call in. <laughs> He's probably changing diapers. He's filing lawsuits. That's what we want him doing. There you go. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, hey, we got, I think we got our good buddy Casey on the line, former Marine. We'll have to get him a cupcake for his birthday today. <laughs> right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, this is Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego. 
They are open 10 to 10, seven days a week. You can go to thegunrangesandiego.com to see all of the events that they have. I'm telling you, it's their website's huge because they do so much for the community. You want to take your uh, bunch of your buddies down or your girlfriends down and do a private shoot? Not a problem. All you have to do is go to thegunrangesandiego.com. Hey, all you gun owners out there, have you hooked up with firearms legal yet? I'm telling you, firearms legal is where you need to be. Firearms legal protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. Check them out at their website at www.firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com. Make sure you're protected. Now, if you're thinking about getting a CCW, we've got a guy for you. Personal training, one-on-one, John Groff. And it's really cool. He'll he'll come to you, and he'll tailor the class just strictly for you. Uh, John has been providing individual CCW training classes for first-timers and people renewing their permits for many years. Retired San Diego County Deputy Sheriff, John can arrange a time to fit your schedule and an affordable price. Looking for a calming and caring demeanor? Then call John Groff, 619-933-4368. That's 619-933-4368. Or you can ask for John at the Gun Range San Diego. Hey, Casey, how you doing, buddy? Oh, you know, we're keeping busy around here. How's everybody holding up? Living the dream. Ain't that the truth? I just saw yep. Casey. I was just he at did. the Gun Range San Diego. He did. I was in there. We've been a busy day. At least you got a lane in there. Yeah, it was a busy day. I want to uh, give a shout out to a restaurant called Rovino down in beautiful Little Italy. Amazing food. One of their servers was with me, and uh, we had a great time shooting a TRP operator in a Springfield loaded. One of Joe Dramisi's favorite weapons, right, Joe? Which I'm enjoying immensely right now. There you go. Anyways, <laughs> great to see you, my friend. Thank you for your hospitality. Good to hear. Yep, it was nice seeing you guys in there. That kind of, you know, segues into what I want to talk about today, which is our good old 45s. You know, it's kind of a, it's one of the longest standing rounds out there. There's just nothing wrong about the good old 45. You know, there's always the conception that it has this great knocking down power and all this and that, which in basic essence it does. You know, the majority of the rounds will be 230 grains of hate going discount downrange. So I do love my 45s. There's a couple different brands out there that I like to segue to, which will be your Springfields. Love them. Those are pretty much the only 1911s we'll sell in. We have a couple of SIGs, which are good. But Springfield has been one of the longest companies making 1911s consecutively for since the beginning of the 1911 era. After that, the ones I like to talk about, the SIGs, the P220 Combat Series, awesome guns. And then one of my favorites would be your good old HK45s. If you're looking uh, for a more polymer style size, I would like to go with the HK. If you're looking for a full metal steel ones, TRPs, M1A, or M1A, excuse me, 1911s from Springfield, or the good old SIGs. Because I know Lance has his TRP operator, that's one of them nicest ones that we can sell here in California because California has guns. It's kind of funny how that happens, but mm-hmm. the TRP full rail on there will be from Springfield. It's going to be a hand-fit gun. It can't leave the factory unless it shoots a one-inch group at 25 yards. Now, the gun can do the work. It just comes down to the shooter practicing to be able to, you know, handle that type of firearm. Is it, I think, this is spring, I was just in your shop yesterday, Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Don't, isn't there like a special going? 
for uh, Springfield. There was that ended on October. That ended on Halloween. Oh. But yeah, with the gear, we still have a couple of packages still in here. You know, we ordered as many as we can just so we continue selling. But that is something to look out for. That's one of the cool things that Springfield does is their gear up program. So the past two months has been X, some XDs and a couple of the 1911s. You buy that, you get a case, a soft case, holster, mag pouch, and three additional magazines with your gun, which is awesome. But they cycle it through. So the next gear up, uh, who knows? It might be the, the Springfield Saints. It might be the M1As. Don't know yet. You know, once they announce it, we'll be make sure to get the word out there to everybody. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, 1911 guy. I'm not anti, but I just don't have a lot of experience with 1911s. But mm-hmm. I, I think if I were to buy one, which will hopefully be sooner rather than later, uh, mm-hmm. I think it'd be through Springfield. I don't, you know, right off the shelf or out of the box without mm-hmm. doing a whole lot of work. I don't know which uh, manufacturer out there is 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 better than Springfield. Unless you start getting you know, into the, the, the real Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Like your Nighthawks, your Ed Browns, and stuff like that, which, don't get me wrong, are excellent guns. I, me personally, with me and my shooting style, I'm not into spending, you know, $3,000 for a safe queen. That's not what I want. I like spending, you know, these. the first 1911 I got was the loaded edition. I spent, like, I don't know, 750 bucks on it a couple years back. And I have used and abused that gun. I probably have around mm-hmm. 7,000, 8,000 rounds through it. Never had a hiccup for it. And she, she looks like she's had the worn in on it because I've just abused that gun. Because that's the great thing about those is it can take it. Now, Springfield backs it up with the lifetime warranty on all their firearms. Mm. The reason they do that is because they understand that, you know, hey, we make a terrific product. If something goes wrong, we got it. We will take care of it. And they want to know about it. Exactly. Exactly. Because if it turns out to be a trend... They can adjust accordingly. They don't want to get sued. Exactly. You know, when people when people start getting into 45s, we usually kind of steer them towards the 1911s just because the 45 isn't a like a snappy round. It's more of a push. So you want as much heavy metal towards the front of that, basically along the rail area also, and that's just going to help mitigate some of the recoil. The, the SIG P220 is also an excellent condenser. Both of those will be your single-stack pistols, so they'll be around seven to eight-round capacity. Normally, you can get 10-round but just understand it's going to stick about an inch or two out of the base of it. But that's okay. Majority of the firearm companies out there, they usually always have a 45. I mean, there's plenty of Glocks that are 45s too. They just have a tendency to be a little bit more aggressive on the hands just because it's a lighter gun. And I run 10-round magazines in my TRP mm-hmm. and my SIG. Yep, the, awesome. yep, the Chip McCormick Pro Mags or the Wilson Combat. They hang out the bottom. It's mags. Like, yep. You're showing up Great for, look for battle. It. And and ten rounds of forty five. I mean, it's just it just feels good. You it's know? a lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there's there's so many different rounds out there. There's plenty of hollow points you can get. Uh, most of the time, I'll carry these very very hot ones. Are a hundred hundred and eighty five grain hollow points, and they are mm. they are quite smoky when they come out. But there's other different brands out there, like this company called Buffalo Bore, where they'll make hard cast bullets. And they'll run around 280 to 320 grains for a 45 round. Like, it is a giant chunk of lead going downrange. And when it hits, it's like a freight train hit you. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things people don't talk about a lot when it comes to single stacks, uh, my wife prefers uh, single stack, uh, like, 1911s because she has mm-hmm. a small hand. Yeah. And you, you don't exactly. really, you don't hear that a lot. And, you, mm-hmm. and I, I think people should talk more about it. Yeah, you know, the single stack, there's nothing wrong about that. You will get, you know, slightly better grip purchase on it, and it really comes down to your shooting style, how big your hands are, how to get a hold of it. Um, the trade-off to that will be your magazine capacity. You'll always suffer a little bit more, especially on the 45. 
you're only going to get, you know, seven to eight rounds, kind of the standard capacity on there. There are plenty of double stacks out there, but when you're double stacking a 45, that grip has a tendency to get pretty big for it. Hey, like Casey. the newest pistol. Yes, sir. Uh, for people out there that may not know, what's the difference between a single stack and a double stack? Single stack and a double stack. So your single stack magazines, when you're basically it's going to be a thin magazine and the rounds are stacked on directly on top of each other. Uh-huh. Double stack, which means they're going to be staggered kind of like a Z pattern going gotcha. down. It gotcha. increases your capacity of the magazine. Um, doesn't necessarily you know, take down reliability or anything like that. It's just a different style of firearm. And it thickens up your, your grip is basically what Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The single stacks makes it a lot thinner. Uh, you'll see a lot of those on some of the carry guns like the M&P Shield will be a single stack. The Glock 40 or not the Glock 48, the Glock 43. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of the ones that are going to be like that that allow you to conceal a lot better because of how thin it is. Now, when you're going in a double stack, you just have to be cautious that it is going to be a bit thicker. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad thing. It's right. just everybody's shooting style is different. You know, I'm not here to bag on anything, this and that. Everybody shoots different. And that's the perks of us here in the firearm industry is people always come up to us like, oh, what's the best gun? I was like, oh, well... You know, this is one of my favorites, but right. it's not necessarily going to be your favorite. It's well, just, you got to. Everybody it, has shooter preference. It's no different than a steering wheel. You either get exactly. a big fat steering wheel or you get a little skinny steering wheel. It's whatever mm, makes yep. you comfortable. Uh, I got to tell exactly. you. Exactly. It's the same thing, cars, you know? Yeah. I, I got to say, um, so Joe Dramisi got me going up on those. Uh, what is it? What's the club that does the shooting up at the Lemon oh, Grove? Oh, Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club up right. in Alpine. The so, range. Right. And so every, every other Saturday, they have the. The, the uh, action pistol shoot yes. or uh, matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and everyone's really nice up there and it's 15 bucks and all that. They put up the steel targets. A lot of people for, for rightly so bring a nine millimeter cause they're less expensive to shoot. But when you bring that 45, it's <laughs> awesome. I've had my rounds ricochet off of uh, the uh, steel, knock down the steel target ricochet and knock down the second one. Yeah. That's awesome. You're just yeah. such a good shot. No, I'm That's just right. I just got the side of it. Carry a 45 because shooting just twice is stuff dumb. down, man. It's great. <laughs> well, you know what's fun That's with the 45? Right there. <laughs> with the 45, too, if you pay attention, you could actually watch the bullet go down range <laughs> and hit the target. Yeah. That's one of the it's fun slowly. things that I yeah, there's there's a company called out called Ammo Inc. and they make streak rounds. Uh, we allow that shot in our range because it's darker in there. It's pretty cool. You can see them. The 45s out of them are awesome because they run around 850 <sighs> to around 950 FPS. So you can literally see the streak just going zoop, down range. I had them because I, I have a I shoot at my own ranch. I got a big old range out there, so I do what I want. But yeah, we're out there with the streak rounds, and you just watch it go zoop, straight down the target. It's you great. sell those there at the Gun Range San Diego? We do. Oh. We absolutely do. Yep, we have ah, the nine mil ones. We have a couple of forty five. We can always order them in. They got them all the time. They're awesome. They're they, fun. They don't burn anything down, do they? Nope, nope. It's not a phosphorus. It's right. nothing like that. It's, it's basically made of the same material. I mean, growing up as little kids, they had those glow-in-the-dark stars you'd stick on the ceiling. You put a flashlight to it, it glows. Same exact concept. Gotcha. It's just a little plate on the back of the bullet. When the round kicks off, that initial flash kicks off the streak round, and you just zip, send it down round. Nice I laser beam. Some. <laughs> Happy birthday to oh, you. Sounds good. Uh-huh. Thank you. 244, 244 You're years. You're looking good for 244, brother. <laughs> It must, be that, body, it must be that SOS you have every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Hey, I won't order that if I'm in a restaurant. I don't care what you say. Well, sometimes you don't have a choice. You yeah. just, you know, what's in front of you, you just shove it down your face and get back to work. Now, that's when you're in the military, not when you're out. You can be a little more picky. All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good talking <laughs> to you. Can't wait to hear from you next week. Hey, are you guys going to be out at the gun show in December? Because we'd love to give you a, a spot on the mic because we're going to be there for... 
Three, four hours, right? Yeah, four hours. Four hours. Yeah. One to five. Yeah, that, that's, one probably, to five. that's probably something we can do. I'll make sure I'll pass it up the chain of command and right. see if we can't get out there towards y'all. We'd love to have you, baby. We sure would, man. All right, you take care. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. But, hey, we're not over. We got another hour of Gun Sports Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. 